It is Epiphany Sunday. This year, year A of our three-year Revised Common Lectionary, is the year in which most of our Gospel lessons come from the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew is the Gospel that contains the story of the wise men from the East coming to see the baby Jesus. We know that event as Epiphany, and it's traditionally celebrated by Western Christians each January 6th. This year, January 6th, was this past Friday, and so we are celebrating today. Epiphany comes from a Greek word that means appearing or dawning. When you hear someone say, that's when I had an epiphany, they're saying, that's when it dawned on me. That's when I was able to see. We call the story of the wise men seeing Jesus Epiphany for that reason. It was the appearing of the Messiah to the nations, that is, to outsiders. The wise men, the Greek word for them in Matthew, is magi, the plural of magos, which can also refer to a sage or a seer or an interpreter of omens. Whatever those magi were, they certainly were not local, and almost as certainly not Jews. They were foreigners, strangers to Judea, and yet God chose to reveal his Messiah to them too, guided by a star. When I was a child, my family lived for nine years in Hong Kong, and we were expatriates, outsiders, as were many of the other people in our congregation, aptly named Church of All Nations. There were people from elsewhere in Asia, from Australia, Europe, Africa, and North America. Worshiping there was a reminder that Jesus is a savior of all nations for people from every background and every place because there is one thing that all nations have in common and it's that they're inhabited 100% by sinners and we all need to be delivered from sin. The Advent hymn, Savior of the Nations Come, is an ancient affirmation that Jesus is a universal Savior and not simply one for the culture into which he was born. Some people are offended by the idea that we, as a nation or as individuals, what we need most may come from outside of us, may come from someone else, from an outsider or a foreigner. Fortunately, the Magi had no such misgivings, for they came from their own country in search of the Savior King born to Jewish parents in Bethlehem of Judea, a town that still exists today a few miles outside of Jerusalem. To those Magi, Jesus was an outsider. And to the people of Jerusalem and Judea, the Magi were obviously outsiders from whom it may have been upsetting to hear that Israel's Messiah had arrived, but without the knowledge of those who had been waiting for him so long. Indeed, Matthew chapter 2, verse 3 says that upon hearing from the Magi that the king of the Jews had been born, King Herod was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew term, the nations, typically refers to non-Israelites, to Gentiles, foreigners, outsiders. 
to hear from the nations that your own Messiah had come? That was naturally unnerving. What did we miss, I'd be asking myself, if I were a Jewish resident of Jerusalem at the time? Were those crazy shepherds we heard about onto something after all? And yet, for someone with our first lesson from Isaiah 60 in mind, hearing that the nations had shown up unexpectedly, looking for a newborn king of the Jews, must have been strangely exhilarating. Arise, shine, for your light has come, wrote Isaiah, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. Yeah. The young camels of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba, places far away, shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense, and they shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. Well, perhaps God has not forgotten Israel. I can imagine the tentatively religious resident of Jerusalem saying to himself, perhaps the Lord is with us after all. God had not forgotten Israel, and he hadn't forgotten the nations either. The Magi came from the nations to Israel, and three decades later, the king to whom the Magi came to pay homage turned Saul, a persecutor of the church, from Israel back to the nations, making Paul, who in Philippians 3 describes himself as circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, making him an apostle to the Gentiles. What a turnaround. As he writes to the Christians in Ephesus in our second lesson from Ephesians 3, in former generations, this mystery was not made known to humankind, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That is, the Gentiles have become fellow heirs, members of the same body, and sharers in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Of this gospel, I, Paul, have become a servant according to the gift of God's grace that was given me by the working of his power. And though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to me to bring to the Gentiles the news of the boundless riches of Christ. Through Paul and many other missionaries and pastors, through translators, teachers, parents and grandparents, and through friends sharing the good news of the coming of the Savior of the nations, that good news has reached us. 
thousands of miles and thousands of years from the epiphany of the Messiah to the Magi. Our congregation is named for that Messiah. That light that shone on Israel has shone also on us. And God has entrusted his light to us to sustain and to carry into the dark corners of of our world. He has planted us here in a place to which the nations still come from around the world to work and study, to tour and trade. We are a congregation of many nations within a church of many nations. And on this Epiphany Sunday, we celebrate God appearing to the nations as the baby Jesus and involving us in his mission to the world. We are the grateful recipients of mission work through which we have received the treasure of the gospel. That did not happen by accident. In our relationship with friends and neighbors, we also need to treat the gospel as a treasure and not just as a cultural artifact, as if we have our Messiah and they have theirs. If that were true, if God had apportioned to the nations one Messiah apiece, there would be no reason to celebrate Epiphany. In that case, the Magi would have done just as well to stay home and wait for their own Messiah. But no, the Magi left their home and came. And as a result, as an example to us emissaries to the nations, they opened those treasure chests. And so we must also open ours to share the gospel of salvation in Jesus Christ with the world. God sent the world one Messiah, one Christ, one anointed one to save all the nations from the sin and death that are common to us all. The Savior given through Israel is the Savior of the nations too, and our Savior. And therefore, we enthusiastically partner in our ministry with groups like International Students Incorporated to share the gospel with the nations who have come to us. Thanks be to God for making us his ambassadors, his light bearers to the nations right where we are. And thanks be to God for his epiphany among us as Jesus the Christ, our Savior, in whom we have access to God in boldness and confidence through faith in him.